This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 146. Hey, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. It is fall here in Houston, and that can only mean one thing, fall tennis is here. That's right, I've started up on my league teams again. I play for two teams And of course, that means I am doing all kinds of things wrong out on court, even though I should know better. So I wanted to tell you today about my top five on-court mistakes that I see myself making, because I know that these are the same mistakes that a lot of you are making too. Maybe you only make one or two of these on an occasional basis, but I am willing to bet that most of you make all five of these mistakes at some point when you're playing matches and you need to avoid them just like I do. So let's talk about my top five on-court mistakes and how you can avoid them. Mistake number one, underestimating my opponent. I have done a podcast episode about how to evaluate your opponent during the warm-up. And I'll link to that in the show notes for this episode, which you can find over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips146. Anyway, I've talked about that because that's exactly when you should start evaluating your opponent during the warm-up. As soon as you step on court, you have to start looking them over and trying to figure out what their game is about. The mistake I make a lot of times is I evaluate what I think is happening during the warm-up, and then I let that become my entire view of what a player is capable of. And I often underestimate what they truly can do out on court. The reality is that a lot of times what you see in those opening minutes when you're warming up has nothing to do with what the reality is once you start playing competitive matches Some people take some time to warm up, and what you see during the warm-up is not how they truly play. Some people are just lazy and don't put a lot of effort into the warm-up, and some people consciously go out of their way to not show you what their game truly looks like during the warm-up. So one mistake I make is sort of deciding during the warm-up how someone's going to play, and then never reevaluating that. And the way to avoid making that mistake is to continuously be thinking about what is your opponent doing? What is going on on the other side of the net? How is it impacting the match? How can you best deal with it? That leads me into mistake number two that I sometimes make, and that is overestimating my opponent. A lot of people are very relaxed during the warm-up and can actually do quite a bit. They have a phenomenal serve. They uh, 
have some kind of weird spin that they're able to put on the ball. They do all kinds of things during the warm-up, or perhaps they just come out on court and they're in phenomenal physical shape and they look like they're going to be able to run you right off the court. And then what happens during the match is they don't really come through like that. They don't really play the way you thought they were playing during the warm-up. They tighten up. They become nervous. Things change based on what you're able to do. Uh, suddenly you start seeing some weaknesses that didn't show up during the warm-up. And again, I have a tendency to sort of peg someone as to what kind of player I think they are during the warm-up. And then I often forget about reevaluating it on an ongoing basis. And again, just like underestimating your opponent, you can't overestimate your opponent because then you end up playing the wrong kind of game to them. You may be going for too much when it's really not necessary. Uh, that's a common thing that I do. So my mistake number two is overestimating my opponent and the way to deal with that again is to continuously evaluate what is happening out on court what exactly is your opponent giving to you how do you need to best deal with that mistake number three i make is losing patience and i know a lot of players have this problem you want to finish the point. You don't want to get in these long back and forth exchanges. And so rather than waiting for the right ball, every ball you hit, you're trying to hit a winner. I fall for this all the time, especially when I'm playing up at the net. I want to hit an incredible volley and finish the point when a lot of times what's really necessary is to keep the ball in play be consistent and let my opponents make the point. But, you know, I, I find myself again and again losing patience with these long, drawn-out exchanges that I know are not the way I want to play tennis, and I will go for too much too early and end up I make the mistake and give away the point. So the way to deal with that mistake losing patience is to realize you've got to be patient that's part of playing winning recreational level tennis you've got to be patient and usually you must know that usually the winner of a point will be the one who makes the least amount of mistakes so let the other player make the mistake be patient Mistake number four, I often find that I do not talk to my partner enough. Mistake number four, not talking to my partner. Even though, again, I've done a whole podcast episode on talking to your doubles partner and what you should talk about, I have a tendency to just assume that people know how to play doubles the way I play doubles. And a lot of ladies don't. And I need to be sure that I spend more time talking to them in a nice way, in a straightforward way, not a passive aggressive way, and not in a way that makes them feel like if they don't know how to play tennis my way, then they must be idiots. I don't 
think I talk to people like that, but I'm always fearful that I am going to be too much of a coach out there. And you're not your partner's coach. You're a fellow partner and you need to be sure that's how you talk to people. So I do have a tendency to not talk to my partner, especially as it gets deep into the match. And that is a mistake that I need to correct by remembering that talking is the only way you're going to both get on the same page as far as strategy and psychology. And talking to your partner is often the best way to correctly evaluate your opponent, opponents. So <laughs> talking to your partner can be a way to deal with mistakes number one and two also. Finally, my mistake number five is playing low percentage tennis. I talked earlier about uh, in number three how I lose my patience sometimes and want to just finish off a point. And even worse than that, a lot of times I will try to finish off a point with some incredible angle or some super close to the line, down the line shot. I tend to go for too much. I overplay points. And a lot of times that is not necessary. It is... As I said before, usually the player who wins the point is the player who makes the least amount of mistakes. And I often can't hold back. I try for these shots that I know I'm capable of making in practice at least, uh, but I want to bring them out in a match. And a lot of times they just aren't necessary. It's the people I'm playing against. It's not necessary because of the level of play they're playing at. It's not necessary because of where the score is, uh, but I often find myself unable to hold back. So I have to keep reminding myself, just play simple, straightforward tennis. It's not necessary to go for the on-the-run stretch, backhand, one-hand slice volley that, you know, goes down the line for the perfect winner. Uh, but a lot of times it's just hitting an easy lob that, you know, goes over your opponent's heads and they can't get to. So those are my top five mistakes, and that's how I try to keep reminding myself to avoid them. I'd be very interested to know how many of you are making those same types of mistakes or what mistakes are you making out on court. You can let me know by going to the show notes for this episode, which again, are over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips146. And I will include uh, the links to the episodes I cited previously. I'll have those also in the show notes. So if you want to listen more about um, how to evaluate an opponent during the warm-up, I'll be sure that uh, those are in the show notes. Finally, if you are looking for more great tennis tips, be sure and visit the show notes, visit the website, tennisfixation.com, where I have a ton of tips. And if you're looking for great serve tips specifically, tips that will help you quickly and easily tune up your serve, you can check out my totally free ebook, 10 Quick Fixes to Improve Your Serve, No Lessons Required. In it, I give my 10 absolutely best tips for getting a better serve fast. Just visit tennisfixation.com slash free serve book 
to find out how to get instant access to that free resource. I'm happy to be back here at Tennis Quick Tips recording another episode. Thanks for all of you who have listened and have supported me. And thanks for being patient while I took a little break. And as always, hope you're getting to play a lot of tennis out there. Hope you're enjoying this beautiful fall weather we're having. And happy tennis.